Welcome. You are listening to ASI. We're here. We're here. For a reason. Stop it. 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 St
maybe there's some gifted communicators out there that can narrow down what I want to say in 40 minutes down to 20, but I haven't figured out how to do that yet, all right? <laughs> well, I have some of these messages that are on my heart, and to get them out takes some time. It also bears some scraps, all right? But I really do, it, it might not sound like it, but I really do try and sharpen my message to get across the point that I want to make, right? And there's a lot of stuff that gets cut out. So I wanted to share some of that content with you rather than just delete it. And I just wanted to maybe make some midweek kind of content to throw in there as well. So let me know if you like it. Let me know if you don't. Again, Russ at ASI247.org. Here you go. Enjoy. Let me beat your eardrums I think that I got something to say I'd like to beat your eardrums Hold me to my word and from my word I will not stay And the last episode I talked about zombie land, right? And how the, the word zombie actually means spirit of the dead. And zombies different than vampires. Vampires are kind of loners, you know. They lurk in the dark and they live in their own little groups and, you know, tiny groups. And they're more like, you know, emo rock people in Seattle. <laughs> Indie rockers, you know, they, it's vampires. But zombies tend to be more social. They tend to be more herd-like in their... Uh, in the in the zombie metaphor, got an email from a listener also, and I, I wanted to share this with you. It was something he said about relapse, like he was sharing how to freaking relapse again. And, but he said that it's funny, and, and this is cool, and I love that when you guys share stuff like this with me as well, because I'm six years removed from from that being in the fight like that, right? Like I haven't relapsed in six years, so. When this guy shared that, it was really awesome that he could express, you know, um, with, a, with that zombie metaphor, how he was feeling in that moment. Because we got up, he went to work the next day, and he, and he said he felt kind of like a zombie. You know, because there's that temptation to, to not keep fighting. There's a temptation to just, you know, roll over and... Uh, all right, I'm just this person. You start to identify with your addiction. You start to agree with the liar in your head that says this is just the way you are. You know, and and you can get in a funk. It's kind of like that glazed over zombie likeness. You know, after a relapse, you just uh, and you feel like a loser. No, you get back up. You shake off the freaking zombie. Then you bring yourself back to life. Repent, get on your knees and pray, ask God for forgiveness, ask God to cleanse you, right? God, is, God isn't surprised, by the way, all right? God isn't up there shaking his head, disappointed in you. That's not theology. God, right, has forgiven you. Your sins are forgiven, past, present, future. That is the real reality of the cross. Those of you who have made that decision to, right, to 
believe, to submit, to put your 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 leg, your knee down, and say, I submit to you, God. You made me. You love me. Uh, I'm here. Right? Well, that's that's being a Christian. Um, because in, and that's another thing about conformity. You will submit to something. You know, I played that song to be in the show. There really is no such thing as anti-conformity. We all conform. We do. Even in this organic, creative kind of, like I saw this Pepsi commercial of all things, and it had a really smart uh, slogan to it and word to it, and it said, every new generation refreshes the world, all right? So every time somebody creates something new and something cool, is that anti-conformity? Well, kind of, a little bit, right? But it's also organic, and it's cool, and it's real, and it's it comes from our creator. Our creator did that. He created the universe. He created he created a freaking platypus, all right? Have you seen one of those things? That's weird, man. That's creative. I don't know. God had extra parts laying around, made a made a platypus, made a made an octopus, made a, a cat. I mean all right, the, our our creative energy comes from our creator. So don't think that you're all anti-conformity because you're creative. That's conforming to the God of the universe who is very creative. All right, you see what I'm talking about? We all conform. We all obey. We all bend our knee to something. Okay, and that's really what I want to get across to you, that some of the unseen forces, some of the unseen things that help guide, all right, they impact, they influence our decision-making, okay, the way we, the attitudes that we adopt, the way we solve the dissidents in our lives, the way we solve the conflict in our lives, a lot of this stuff is influenced by the stuff that we don't see on the surface. So most of the answers of psychology or recovery is to, you know, take another step or put another, uh, you know, porn blocker on your phone or whatever. I mean, I think that's great, but listen, we have to go deeper to realize the power of the situation in our lives. And a big part of that is this concept, this word, this reality known as conformity. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to implore you to stop painting more coats on the baseball, all right? Seriously. Listen, check this out. Let's go back to wisdom. Let's go back to literature. Let's go back to the first century and, and the writings of Apostle Paul in, in Romans 12. Man, I'm, I'm going to get to there. I'm going to get there. Just, here you go. Romans 12. The message title, verses 1 through 3. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Free, I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me, and especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you. 
Living then, as every one of you does, in pure grace, it's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what He does for us, not by what we are and what we do for Him. I mean, this is stuff that's just fascinating to me, and it's true. It's something I talked about in early shows, right? Truth is, is ours, right? True. I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I believe that, right, I'm, I'm a theist, and truth is ours. There's a lot of truth, mind you, but you know, there's a lot of layers on the on the baseball. But anyway, this is just, uh, right, theology and, and psychology or social science are not mutually exclusive is what I'm saying. There's truth in the world. Which truth are you going to follow, right? Which roots are your is your heart going to grow deeply into? That's what I want. And I just... 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 22, be joyful always, 17, pray continually, 18, give thanks, in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. 19, do not put out the Spirit's fire, 20, do not treat prophecies with contempt. 21, test everything, hold on to the good point to, to avoid every kind of evil. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 22, as Russ would say, Bye! When the storm of life is raging 